Podcast. As always, I am your host, Gigi, and today we have special co-host joining us from Cherry Capital Shadow Seekers Investigation Crew out of Fife Lake, Michigan. Welcome, Daniel and Jamie. Yay. Hello. How are you guys doing? Oh, not a little bit. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, our Wi-Fi is not so well out here. Gotcha. That happens a lot. <laughs> here in the um, middle of nowhere. <laughs> That will definitely happen out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so um, first I want to hear a little bit about your guys' crew. Like how many you have, what got you started into it? Well, um, what got us started into it was me. Well, I uh, <laughs> I, I apologize for me. saying that. Me. I, I, I hired Jamie on uh, three years back. Um, I, I founded North Area Paranormal Society when I first started in the field. I was a part of two local teams here in the area, and it just didn't work out right, you know. And um, I, you know, I pretty much want to do my thing, learn for myself. I did five years of research before I got into the field or considered joining a team. So, um, started North Air Paranormal Society. I started out with my brother, my ex, and yeah, that didn't work well. But um, <laughs> yeah. there. my brother, my brother helped helped me find find North Area Paranormal Society and then you know he got to working more and I had to start finding people. And my right. first investigation was a client residential case. So right there, you know, it was a successful investigation and um I hired on Jamie here and Jamie um and I had a out of state case manager, Joe Joe Zelensky. Through from actually he's the team leader and founder of Through the Vale Investigations and York, Pennsylvania. So that's a pretty cool, pretty cool okay, team there. Yeah. We 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 talk a lot, and you know we're 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 a family. We're family. He's a great guy. Yes. Learned a lot from him, and um, pretty much from there, I I kind of stopped North Air Paranormal Society because wanted to gain more knowledge. I, I told Jamie when I first brought her on to North Air Paranormal Society, it was pretty much an experiment. You know, mm-hmm. to see what it was like to be a team leader and to um, find a team and conduct paranormal investigations, like to build my knowledge pretty much. So I closed an APS, unfortunately, because I wanted to build my knowledge a little bit more in my studies. I joined another local team who who, who guided me under their wing, brought me to where I needed to be, and I soon was ready to do my own thing again. I founded Capital Paranormal Investigations. And then then, uh, Jamie, since then, you can explain the team you're a part of. Well, I can go back to age three is what got me started, right. not necessarily you, my love. No. <laughs> so my mom was Native American, and we lived in a haunted house. My oh. dad's first wife was killed in a tragic car accident, and she oh. refused to leave the house. So the canning jars would break, the curtains would fly open, doors would shut, and it would just be me and my mom. And I was three at the time. And my mom would just be like, oh, that's bad. Ignore her. She's just wanting our attention. And so it never was, like, taboo in our house to talk about, you know, spirits and stuff like that. Oh, my right. mom always And then um, when I was three and a half, almost four, we went to Florida, and I drowned. And Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah, I fell into a pool because I wanted to play, with, and you know, I was walking behind my parents. And and so after that, mom said that I became more in tune. She said that I would just sit in the dark living room at night and with my dolls and just talk and talk and talk to people like they were. She's like, I know you could see them and hear them because you were talking to them like they were your best friends. And right. it would creep my big brother. So, oh, you know, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was like 11 and 12, I started going to cemeteries and checking all the cool haunted locations of town. And oh, it's for sure. So I've always been in it. I've just been with people that didn't allow me to be myself. And then, um, mm-hmm. and I was single again. And my son actually founded the the job posting for the group for doing daniel's group thanks kenny north area paranormal society and he uh he's like here mom here mom why don't you do this and, and so i applied and got on daniel's team and now, I, you see when i first started mine mine was uh different you see i was part of the volunteer fire department here in fife lake township for about five years i just couldn't get by the state running exam for firefighter one and two and then for my medical license get my medical first responder license I just couldn't get through the test to go for my national registry. So it's like one of those things that was a dream of because my dad retired as captain from Fife Lake Township Fire Department. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to fall under his shoes. I wanted to be in public safety, kind of like him. My, my grandfather is a retired police officer for the, the city of Taylor in Detroit, down near Detroit. Yeah. Um, And uh, it was like one. it's been one of those things. So I thought well, sure. of, you know. Paranormal investigations. I remember a show. You might remember this. This is like back in the day, like 2004. The day. The day. The day. MTV Fear. Back in the day. I thought it was a TV show of MTV's Fear. And it was like one of those things where I was a skeptic and my buddy came back from, came up here from downstate, Robert Sanford. Uh, he, He came back up here from downstate and he's like, hey man, me and my cousins were involved in a paranormal investigation. Let's take pictures in your house to see if it's haunted. And I'm like, dude, you ain't going to find it. <laughs> and uh, I looked at him like he was an idiot. I was playing the video games. I said, you here, here's a camera. Knock yourselves out. Right. And sure enough, they're like, Dan, get your ass over here. <laughs> Got to the computer and turned up with the face of my room. Thought of that. All my life, you know, thinking how weird it was. My mouth hit the floor. I never believed in the, believed right. in the paranormal. I mean, Zach Bass. Dragon's Ghost Adventures was starting out in TV, and like I said, MTV Fear was coming out. They're starting to get really big in TV with the paranormal and stuff. Right? Yeah. It's in- been one of those intriguing. things. I was a skeptic, but wasn't. Yes. I always wanted to see what what if there was something as of that. And that's why I did what I did. Like I said, right. I did right way. Did research when I first started, but got mm-hmm. cold shoulder from a lot of things here. Oh yeah. And it took me. Good. It took me about a good two years, I mean, of five years, before, I mean, I was ready to join a team. But then again, it right. took me another whole year to even be a part of a local team. Right. But then I found out I was being trained the wrong way and had to start my own thing. We get, right. we get new ones getting involved in the field all the time and tell them, you know, yeah, do your own thing, man. Yeah. Do your own thing. Learn yourself. That's the only way you're going to be taught. Yeah. A lot of people over the last year, um, when I, when we merged, when Daniel and I's teams merged, I had an all girl crew of eight and he had, he had a couple, but we had the problem of never having 
something, you know, even though I reliability. had reliability. Reliability. Nobody wanted to show up. Oh, so, yeah. So we merged, and then we... And the problem hiring on people that, you know, thinking that we're going to be pay- being getting paid for this, wish. So now we're down to, <laughs> we're down to five people right now. It's okay. me, um, Zach is our cameraman. Jake is still photographer, and Barbara is... Barbara, Barbara McCann is our... Um, pretty. She's pretty much our most experienced one. Okay. She's been with us since the beginning she's the only one left since the beginning but um we got two part-time members my brother one of them mm-hmm. kelly everson uh-huh. and and heather scriver she's she's a part-time member of us they're pretty much a fill-in when you know yeah. they're needed oh yeah but, um we got jake because they're still photographers so all right i know i need to find us a cameraman we all like to get out there and experience the stuff half the time we end up setting down our equipment or whatever just to uh, take it all in. Sometimes I have to run that camera myself because, I mean, there's certain angles that I want. To have I'm the my, same way. So I'm the like, same you know, way. It's one of those things where I'm <laughs> and needles and broadcast and everything. And people, a lot of everybody don't realize that when we're in our broadcast live on Facebook and everything, you know, Jamie and I kind of bump heads with each other sometimes too with the ideas that we want to have too. It's, right. it's one of those things, but, you know, we work things out together and, you know. So, your guys' paranormal stories turned into a love story, didn't they? <laughs> yes, it did. Now, you knew I was going to bring that up. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. You, you too. You just got married here recently, too. Congratulations. I did. I did. Yay. I'm happy it's over. I know that sounds bad. <laughs> it- I couldn't ask for a more perfect day, but the stress that goes into it, do not stress yourself out. I stressed only a week before, but six months up to it, I was told that I didn't care because I wasn't stressing out. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, oh, you guys don't want me to stress. (laughs) I don't think I can relate to you, but you know I was walking on eggshells before worried about her finding out what I was going to do, what my plan was. (laughs) I knew what it was. I knew what it was. So, yeah. So, Dean and I, you heard that we were on a team together. We were on North Paranormal side together. And then yep. he was with his ex, and I, I wasn't with anybody. Men were stupid at that point in my life. And, Men were stupid at that point in my life, and, too. Uh, and so we just, we, after the fallout, because we did have a fallout when North Area yeah. Paranormal side closed, we had a period of like, two or three months where we did not even like each other. We didn't. We had each other blocked. Everybody was pissed off that I I removed the group and, you know, I did what I wanted to do. But, you know, like I said, it bettered me in the future. Then, I told her she'll thank me tomorrow. And then and I called him up one day and told him, you know, I, I miss you. And I did. I missed because he was my best friend at one point. Yeah. And so we got back together as a group and then um, we did some investigations together we just kept spending. We looked for reasons to spend Pierchini, more time together. Pierchini was our first one. That was awesome. <laughs> yep. He had Pierre Cheney? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's the best place ever. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> it's upsetting, Sorry. though, with the story behind it, though, but we'll get into that. Yeah. But, yeah, so yeah. he was a girlfriend at the time, and he was yeah. trying to be faithful to her because, you know, he's a really loyal man. And so he had to, oh. you know, look. Pretty much look for a reason to want to to, to break up with her, which well, I there was there, I had no no reasons. It's just you know one of those things that wasn't working out, and I had to make the choice. I did the right thing, yeah. but here I get false acquisitions against me that I cheated on her with Jamie, but 
actually. And then didn't do that. But, you know, don't need to even go there. But, but then <laughs> we went to Parafest last year in Petoskey. Okay. Um, but John Cassidy puts on. It's an awesome little little venue that he's got going there. Yeah. And uh, Daniel bought our tickets, and we went to Parafest, <laughs> and we ended up having our first kiss that night. And mm. the, yeah. and the rest of it. The rest of it goes on from there. So that, well, no. I think that's why he wanted to visit a Paracon. Well, that's what I was just going to ask. No, no, no. You got to tell the listeners where you proposed at. We proposed in the parking lot at MI Paracon. It wasn't the way that I wanted to do it, but Jamie it says that. she's glad that it happened that way due to the fact that, you know, she liked it private like that because yeah. what I was going to do was do it involved in a paranormal investigation live. And have my have some of my team members hide a antique box and, and find a find a little map to this antique box and it was going to lead Jamie to it and she was going to open it up to find the ring and I was going to propose right there on the camera live but it didn't work out that way. Well, and, our team did an epic fail. Yeah, our team did an epic <laughs> fail and don't want to go there oh. since then. So that was actually the day that I got to meet you guys face to face. Exactly, and that was a great day too. We had a lot of fun. And my Paracon is awesome. For those yes. tuning in, if you got a chance to go there next year, it's gonna be awesome. What are they gonna be doing next year? Is it like Roaring Twenties? Yeah. Like yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. It's gonna be real cool. It is. I'm looking forward next to year, it for sure. Next year, we're hoping to have a better location set up because we talked to a local bar out there. You know, we might be able to get into a couple places up there and. Have like a little thing where a peer unity thing and invite a couple teams to come with us free just to investigate the patients, the ones that cannot afford to go to the SS Valley camp or anything. Right. You know, we oh, love there's so many up. places up there. We love, we love building education. We learn from each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, for sure. People thrive on competition and, you know, we have the better equipment than uh, you. You can't do that. You do things differently. You're not going to get anywhere if you do that. You're going to stay right where you are. Correct. So we do our own thing, and like yep. I say, we support everybody. Yes. Even the ones who don't like us, we support oh. them. Oh, exactly. Because I'm having so much fun meeting everybody. Oh, yeah. We I, learn from them. Yes. Just, yeah, oh, I've got so many amazing people. I got so starstruck at my Paracon that I forgot to keep taking pictures. <laughs> oh, no. When I finally got to – I got Chip Kofi's autograph. When I finally got to meet him, I was just so teary-eyed that I, I couldn't even get a uh, selfie with him, and I'm sure he would have. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got starstruck, too, because of um, Ghost Brothers. Yeah. We stayed at a hotel the night before, okay, and we watched them for, like, eight hours straight on tv and yes, then <laughs> and i walk in and those are the first people i see and i'm like i'm supposed to be playing it cool i'm like the leader you know i like start to hyperventilate and everything i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god but, jimmy's like look behind you jimmy's like look behind you daniel look behind you i'm like what who's behind me it was chris and, it was chris and mike from <laughs> tennessee ray chasers i'm like yeah i I just about attacked him at the deli, so. <laughs> yes, I actually, we got hugs from them, and I got a couple pictures with them. You hear me? What? What? Uh, oh, she, <laughs> she, said, she said she about freaked out, and she she ran, dropped everything, and dead run to them. No, I said, watch out, Chris. I said, 
how, <laughs> how can you not? And they're well, they're very nice guys. Oh, they're awesome. They're great. They're, they're great. Super they're great nice. Boss. I mean, it does help that I. Never mind. Moving on. Let's get on. <laughs> Actually, John Cassidy hosts um uh Little Trevor's Bay Parafest, and this year Scott Porter is going to be up there. Yeah. So if anybody has got an opportunity of getting up here in the Petoskey, it's October thirteenth. It'd be a great event and okay. check in and hit up John Cassidy from Bumps in the Night Paranormal there in uh, Petoskey. He they can hook you up. And they do it in a haunted location too. The ha- the hotel they do it in is haunted. Oh, that's awesome. Actually, it's a math. Okay, so today's episode, besides all your guys' history, um, we're going to discuss urban legends. Um, but but why are we going to d- discuss this, guys? Well, we are a part <laughs> of a TV show. Um, if you're all not familiar with Gavin Kelly, um, we are part of of Truth or Legends in Your Hometown. It is a TV show that's going to be aired, and we're going to be on the first season, aired in May of 2020. Yep. And, uh, Jamie? It's 28 teams in 34 states. And basically what we're doing is we're investigating anywhere from four to eight locations that are that are supposed to be haunted. They're legends that are supposed to be haunted. And and each team is to go investigate and determine whether it's a truth or whether it really is a legend. Oh. Yeah. And we've got how many investigations so five. far? In the book? Five. Five investigations so far in the books. Yeah. Okay. And uh, maybe we can explain a couple locations that were quite interesting. I mean, we can't go into complete detail of uh, what we experienced out there, but um, – be looking for Old Walton Cemetery. Okay. Quite an experience, I'm telling you. It was, it was, it, that place is just amazing. It's a local cemetery dated 1820s. Oh, wow. Old Walton Junction. It's an unincorporated town. It's abandoned. There's no built, original buildings left. Okay. The forest grew up, the forest literally grew, grew the cemetery. You can't even see the tombstones anymore. The, they, they re- Place the tombstones and headstones with rocks. I've been, oh, wow. So. I've been researching Walton Junction now for 10 years plus. And my grandfather, he he's told me stories about it because I was born and raised in this little small community. Okay. And as I, back in the eight, 1880s, um, it was a booming lumber town. I mean, you got, I mean, you got the best lumberjacks the country has got to offer up here. Um, the Indiana, the Indiana Grand Rapids Railway. Grand, yeah, is that Grand Rapids, Indiana Railway came right through the heart of Walton Junction. So in between Grand Rapids and um, Traverse City, Walton okay. Junction is like right dead in the center. Um, um, a familiar a familiar individual, um, Ernest Hemingway, would come in into Walton Junction, and he'd actually get his ass whooped in the saloons back <laughs> in that time era. The way they would um, – I mean – there's a lot of things that we're finding out that, you know, that, that just doesn't really meet the eye of what okay. some of the history says. Um, they say that there was no murders, but what if there was? Because, I mean, they say that what the way they would do things back in that dime era, since there was lumberjacks, it was called hell at one time. They called Walton Junction hell for a reason. At night, right. when the lights come on, you'd see people shutting their doors and closing their curtains at night. Depending on what stories are told, 
due to the right. fact that the saloons were open and that's when the fights happened, brawls happened, and when they duked it out, they branded each other by stomping on their forehead. And um, we've had a wow. couple investigations, I want to say, where a man committed suicide up in the upstairs bedroom, hung himself, and um, it was all due to a woman. He got in a fight that night, got branded, according to an ITC session we had. But that wow. was on one of our... That was on one of our cold case ones. That was not on Airdyne Truth or Legends. Okay. But um, we're a little, you're going to see a little bit of Walton Junction in there. And okay. It's an amazing place. Anybody in the para community has got a chance to get up here, we'd love to take you there. we got wow. a few few different locations out that way where it's on public land, and right. we don't need to gain access to it. Right. Okay. We've looked at Google Earth since then. It shows that Walton Junction is bigger than what I want to say it was even stated at one time. It was 200 plus people. Now it's down to a community, maybe 30. Right. Okay. I mean, and this weekend coming up, we will be showing a live trailer of Truth or Legends, not on Facebook, but at the Paracon that we are hosting. The only way okay. you're able to see the trailer for Truth or Legends is by going to that will be in the district library um, October 5th, this Saturday. Um, we'll be we'll be there, and you'll get to see the trailer there. And it's a it's the only way you're going to be able to see the trailer. We'll be hosting with uh, Mappet from Traverse City. Okay, where where is it at? It's at the Alcona. Is it Alcona? Daniel? Alcona District Library. Yep. Now Alcona County. It, it would be in Harrison. All right, I will put Harrison. that in show notes so people can see that, and I'll post that on my Facebook on the page on the Her- Facebook page too. Yeah, Harrisville Branch. My bad. So it's at the Alcona Public Library from ten to noon, and then at the Alpena Public Library from two to four, with an investigation following it. Anybody okay. have any questions or comments? You know, you know they, they about about the event. They can contact us. Okay. Um, we we have we have the contact information for the people that are putting on the par- the paranormal minicon there. It's okay. gonna be a great event, and we're gonna have a we're gonna have a table set up, and it's the first we'll, annual, so we're excited. We'll have oh, uniforms. Sure. What is your let's say favorite urban legend that you have heard of or know of in Michigan? Oh, Jesus! And Cheney and Hell's Bridge. It's a hard one. I love, see, I love witches. So that's my thing. Well, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Is I was, uh, it, it, we got so busy this year that we were going to go on a witch hunt this year. We were going to go to all the different locations in Michigan where there was known witches. <laughs> you come to my house, you'll find one. Amy said there, you can see her, uh, uh her little, uh, triple moon goddess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> I actually have uh, my co-host is my stepmother. We have history of past lives of uh, Salem witch trials. My dad actually just took her out there. I have a baby cauldron that they got for me from out in Salem. I was super jealous of her when she got to go, and I was mad, but I had to support her and, and tell her to have good fun. <laughs> Jamie's got ancestry that dates back Salem witch trials. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Yay. So, <laughs> so, so you would say Pure Chaney is your, your favorite? 
I, I do. And I, here's a sad little tragic story that, that oh, needs no. to be shared about <laughs> Pierre Cheney. Pierre Cheney, Pierre Cheney's wonderful. It's awesome. We had a great experience there. Mm-hmm. Um, it rained, unfortunately, and every time we went to reschedule, it rained again. I mean, still investigated for five hours. In the rain. It's like something didn't want us there because they but, knew we would solve the mystery. But while we were there, we took a break once, and we had our cars parked in the parking lot. And if anyone's ever been to Pierre Cheney, you know that there is no public traffic going by your no, vehicles out of No, the there's not. You two track to get back there. <laughs> we took down, it's in the middle of nowhere in the woods. We took down trees. We had to cut the trees down in the path on the way there because it was so bad. So when we, were taking, bad machete. when we were taking our break, Daniel found what on your car? I found handprints. And? No, wait. Sorry. Money. Money. I found money and handprints. Change in handprints. Remind me to send you the picture that we got from out there because we stopped there before and after Paracon. Uh, one of the pictures when I got home to go through the pictures, you said hand and handprint. I'll send it to you guys so you can see. You know what? I'll do it right now. Awesome. Why? While we're talking, <laughs> Urban Legends. <laughs> <laughs> so while we were investigating out there, you know, there was we had a good sized team out there. We come across another team. That came up on us. I was like, Daniel, I see nine people. He's like, where? Like, he's thinking they're spirits. And I'm like, no, Daniel, right? real life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So the team came upon us, and it happened to be Northern Michigan Spirit Seekers from and they, the Anchor Inn. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they own the Anchor Inn there in Old Lake. So it was like okay, fortunate yeah. that we ended up with them, and we didn't even realize it was them. At, uh, I mean, at, at I mean, after but, the fact. Yeah, so they right. were doing a, a fundraiser for the cemetery, for the township. They were giving ghost tours for the township and giving all the money back to the cemetery to restore it. And the township knew about it. Wonderful. The township knew about it, and they were supporting it. And then on their second to last night that they were doing it, they had 30 people with them. The township sent the police after them and wanted them arrested oh my god yeah so we were going to go investigate Pierre Cheney for truth or legends and I was like wait a minute I I want to get permission because we're going to be there after and I emailed the township I emailed the board and they both strongly rejected it like no yeah because we actually talked about that when we met up at Paracon yeah you go you go at them grounds after dark we will prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law we were out there for two hours probably 11 p.m to 1 a.m there was some teenagers out what there is, so what you do in the daytime you, we don't care you go in the night we're, we're no, gonna that was, your ass. it was the middle of the night that we went wow that's that and that's, that's what awesome. i said I thought, I'm, a, I'm scared because there was i mean we were quiet we were respectful there was only four of us you know they clearly could tell what we were doing you know what i mean we weren't there yeah partying or nothing now there was like this huge pickup truck that had like eight teenagers in it out having teenager fun but they ended up leaving when they saw us because they asked like are you guys like real life ghostbusters i was like oh my god (laughs) i think it's past your guys' bedtime (laughs) but it it was a good experience yeah, that's oh, my yeah. favorite place. 
place to go. I mean, I would. I, I it is. It is a great experience. I didn't want to piss anybody off, so we just yeah. Oh, well, most definitely, especially if you got a bunch of people going out there. It's different, you know, if you kind of go out there in a smaller group, you know, than a whole bunch of people out there. I sent you the picture, by the way, in that group message. Oh, yeah, that I we got it. <laughs> Do you see the hand? So you, oh, so Jamie. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I see that. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. I looked at all the pictures when I get back. To, I don't normally look at them if we're still at the location or whatever. And I got home. I'm laying in bed one night. I'm going through, and I'm like, "What in the hell? What in the hell?" I sent <laughs> it to, to my co-host. I'm like, "Mama Mary, look at this." She's like, "Oh my goodness." And it sucked because she wasn't there with us, but yeah, it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> but we ended up stopping back there during the day as well to get like daytime pictures and kind of walk around and stuff. Yeah. So, we, oh, oh, go ahead. Oh no, it's fine. Go ahead. Oh my my experience around here. I mean, I could I could say every one of them, but oh, if I yeah. had to pick, oh man, it, it's tied with the anchor in and then mm-hmm. Traverse City Opera House. Okay. I mean Traverse City Opera House is gonna be on Truth of Legends and it's one of those things where I just wanna spill the beans with what we had captured, but in a you live broadcast not. you will witness well if you if you um watch the live broadcast on Facebook, you will witness me walking into the kitchen and um I'm not even by our motion alarm array. And because I was investigating a lot of bang that happened in there. It was like a bang, you know, and we didn't know what it was. And uh, went to investigate it. Well, I didn't walk in fully into the doorway. I walk out and like 15 seconds later, the motion alarm went off and, and didn't have any question on how or why it went off because I was not anywhere near the array. And right. as many times as I tried, I was debunking it after the broadcast shows clearly that I had no way of setting that alarm off. And, and it was an experience that I had. I mean, I had a similar experience in my grandma's house, but not like that. So. <laughs> wow. Don't shoot through legends for that night. Yeah. We're yes. We're, we're not even going to discuss what Jamie saw that night, but Jamie is on video and, um, you will see it on Truth of Legends in oh, May. For sure, for sure. Now, why um why Hell's Bridge, Jamie? The the story behind it. I'm so fascinated because I've heard oh my gosh like probably ten different myths about it. Uh-huh. First, I heard that this guy was volunteering as um as a volunteer for the kids' school trip, yeah. and that the the teachers left a group of kids with this guy. And that this guy drugged them out into the woods and started killing them while he was watching them. And then the teachers and the principal and stuff, I mean, this, and this, you have to go back. This is not like recent kind of stuff. This is back in the 19, early 1900s. And um, mid 1800s. Oh, is it mid 18? Yes. Yeah. See, there's so many questions <laughs> out there. It goes from anything. So oh, that, oh, for sure. And they, 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 they ran him down and lynched him. And that his finger, his his you know his spirit still lingers there, and that he's very mean and very evil, and that you know it's he he resembles the devil when he gets mad at night. 
night and you can hear the children screaming and you can see and hear him. And so I'm, I'm pretty fascinated because like, I don't know the story and I would like to go out there and get some answers. You've never been out there? Nope. No. Well, when do you want to go? Yeah, soon. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, we we had it planned for our um, Halloween special to go on out there, yeah. in around oh, Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Halloween, so maybe Bobby it could be no. a great idea to go. I mean, I contacted Darren Dykehouse about it, see if he wanted to come out and he, because he's been out there a couple times. So. Yeah, I've been out there once, never at night. Um, it was kind of dusk when we went out there. It, it 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 was cool because of like you know going out there with the legend and stuff behind it. But if you guys go at nighttime, be super mindful. There is neighbors super close. It's almost like in their backyard. Okay. Okay. And so it, is that, it is nice. What's that? I'm sorry. Is it on state land or is it? It is. It's like public land and then it's like instantly butted up to people's backyards. It's uh, okay. the river or the small or the small river creek depending, I guess, how high the water wants to get. It's, it's not rocket science to figure out what's on private and what's state, right? Oh, they have it. Marked. Yes, yes, clearly cool. marked. Cool, yeah. awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. very pretty out there. It, it, You'll miss it because there is no sign to it. You park, there's like a little parking area. It's all gravel, and then okay. you follow the trail. Here's a question for the host. Now, uh-huh. uh, Wait, this isn't out- how this game goes. <laughs> when, you're, when you've been out there, when you've been out there, the legend states that you hear the devil's laughter at midnight. Is that true? Have you guys heard that? I did not go at nighttime. Ah, and whoa. to be to be completely oh, honest, night. to be completely honest with you guys, that was my very first, I guess, um, I guess doing anything paranormal with becoming paranormal exile that was my first adventure ever awesome that's a What's great great there? experience oh, you see like sure. I said, my first experience as a paranormal investigator was a client residential case okay which was a pretty great experience you know oh, i mean because sure. it was like one of those things where you know i was invited by uh, by uh, a resident down the, that i lived down the road from she knew okay. about my paranormal team that i was just starting and everything and like I said, I got a donation out of it, you know, and I bought oh, my first piece of equipment from Paratronics from Alan Whitmore out of that money. So it, I was happy because, and I even showed her showed her what I bought, and she was like, oh, I'm so excited. I, I built your team up like that. It was pretty cool. And, I mean, we have an opportunity to go there, but it's unfortunate that the case isn't closed yet because I got to get permission from the property across from her and across the alley from her because it's a old Brower mortuary in Fife Lake. Okay. Downtown Fife Lake. I mean, it's you gotta get permission from the owner of the property to do that. Yeah, but that would finish oh. off her case because then I can, you know, put what is ever on that property, you know, simmer it down a little bit, you know, because you can't get rid of everything on the property. You you gotta do, do what they want, you know. I mean, yeah. it, whatever uh, whatever the lost wants. If they want to be free, they can be freed. If they can't, you all know, there's nothing you can do about it. Right, you're gonna have but to you learn. Can down a little bit, but because yeah. I mean, like I said, we got clients that were. Or living across from the alley there that's had some um, activity in their property. And like I said, you know, that that's how we had to end it is because we said, you know, there's going to be a paranormal activity until we can get into the mortuary and we haven't been able to get in there. 
there. So. Wow. He's got to build trust in the community. That's all. We've been oh, doing it. For sure. Surely. It took me five years. It took us five years to get where we're at now with Fife Lake Township. And we just were part of the 4th of July parade. We're part of the celebration there. They wanted us to be a part of the Scarecrow Fest coming up here next month, but unfortunately, doing us behind on our filming for Truth or Legends and a lot of other things coming up. And uh, we got some eye-popping uh, news that's going to be coming out for for us at Cherry Couple Shadow Seekers. A location. A location. We're it, not discussing. We're not discussing. It's a surprise. Man, you guys are it, holding out so much. It's in Michigan. I'm just going to tell you this. Ready? It's okay. in Michigan. Only one, one team is investigated, and they are on the Travel Channel. Okay. We got the news when we were at the world's largest ghost hunt Saturday night. Oh, that's we're awesome. Sitting, we're sitting at dinner, and I get the message, and I was like, oh, we, my we God. We went nuts. We went nuts. Well, yeah. yeah. Why would you? It was almost like the Pittsburgh Penguins won the Stanley Cup against the Red Wings. <laughs> no, I'm not. That is too funny. That is funny. But, hey, guys. No, it, I normally, well, I don't ever smoke in the house, but everybody's sleeping, so shh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'll just go back in the room. <laughs> Can you guys discuss any of the other locations that you guys have done with the TV series? Um, or maybe issues? We'll discuss, we'll discuss one more. Jamie, we'll let you pick one since I discuss, you know, Walton and. Traverse City Opera House. Okay. Well, since it's Halloween time, we'll just we'll give them a shout out. It's it's getting to be Halloween time. They just opened their attraction there, but we'll give a shout out to the Kingsley Ghost Farm, Ghost Farm in Kingsley. Um, we did investigate there. They do have a really awesome haunted attraction that they do from September twenty eighth through the end of October. Yeah. And okay. uh, so it's it's very cool. It's uh, you know they have. Lots of hauntings that they've they've found out that there's they also an Indian there. burial on the on the grounds there. So oh wow, it's a pretty cool location. It's good. And, I, and and also you know I get the shit scared out of me. Uh, probably <laughs> one of the most scariest moments of my career. That he did. Really? Yeah, I accidentally backed in. <laughs> I accidentally walked was walking backwards and didn't realize there was a chair behind me and I tripped over and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> 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 That is Found funny. Like Gateway Paranormal and their spider incident. It was funny because he that was just walking funny. back, tripped over it, and he was like, ah! <laughs> me and Zach just died. We couldn't even keep it together. Well, the, the pigs in that one pig pen though, out, out there. Yeah. Zach and I were walking back there, and and the pig hit a hit a hit a um metal bucket. It scared the crap out of me. It was on one of the broadcasts, so it's like one of those. <laughs> They have a really good, yeah. you know, they have a really good. There's a, there's a few of them up up here. They're, they have one at the Anchor Inn, too. Yep. Um, Anchor Inn holds one there, and then there's also Screams in the Dark, where they hold the Northwest Michigan Fair up there in the fairgrounds there in Blair Township in Traverse City. You know, okay. um, we're trying to get into them, the fairgrounds there for investigation. They were really interested in Northwest Michigan Fair, so we're trying to get in there and do an event. Sometime next oh, year, sure. we're trying to get a get a hold of them and then um, invite a few other paranormal teams around here in the state of Michigan to be attend that or anywhere for that matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys, like that's me raising my hand. 
Yeah, and what's really cool is that while we were at the fair, one of the carnies actually had his own team in Michigan, too. So he was oh, like, neat. really, he's like, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm talking to another paranormal team. This is not, <laughs> this is weird. And he was yeah. like all excited. Where, where yeah. was he? It was in Kent County? I think so. I think he said he was in Kent County, but we called, talked to Ken Decker out there, too. He's he's pretty cool guy. He he's he just got started and you know we're meeting all these new 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 ones are getting in, interested in the field. That's really cool because it's it like is. almost it feels like how I started out. Mm-hmm. You know, five years ago, it's like a walk back down memory lane. You know how I started. You know, I love helping others. You know, oh that's well, yeah. Community helped me with. You know, I I looked at my I, I looked at the ones that I looked up to. You know, Matt Fiole there and uh. I looked up to Bill Reap and uh, Chris Houston, uh, Justin Brown, and all of them guys that you know that that really well known names. Nick Riggs, Dave Miller, you know I've been watching all these guys since day one. You know now they're now they're watching me helping all these new teams out like they did with me. You know it's pretty great. Right. You know I went through a hard time with this, and you know they all helped me through it, especially Matt Fioli being a team leader like him. You know, yeah, he, for sure. He, he, I really looked up to him. Yeah, there's a lot of um, great and humble people in this field. Yeah. I've learned George that. George Schuple and Carla Schuple out there in California, they're awesome. Okay. He taught nice. me how to downsize my hat. Boiling <laughs> <laughs> the hat. That is. I hope, I hope he watches this recording because <laughs> he'd be like, yes. <laughs> Hey, um, have you guys ever investigated the Willis house? No. No, and and probably for good reasons now. For good reasons now. Even though some of the people are our friends. Oh, they like, all are our friends. Yeah. I learned a lot from them. So we just, there's just parts of Michigan that we don't. I mean, because okay. we have respect. Yeah. Respect. You know, we don't want to step okay. on their toes in a way. Okay. And we... Here's what I don't Due like. to unfortunate circumstances. I love going to these big haunted locations, mm-hmm. but I, we try to find new. And when it comes yeah. to us, when it comes to us putting public investigations on, we don't like charging fifty dollars or anything like that. We either, you know, if we know them really well and they're a paranormal team, free. Right. Or if it's anybody in the public due to liability, we have to charge like ten, fifteen dollars. Right. And then they sign a uh, explorers waiver program with our team. Yeah. Due to liability reasons and everything. And uh, and if there's any misuse of the equipment, that's where that money goes right. to is like a insurance type of thing. Oh. To use our sure. equipment. Yeah, yep. we like finding we, new big locations, and I don't like doing the haunted ghost tours. I don't. Right. Yeah. We went on we like, one. It was more of a history tour. In Kalamazoo, we actually did just come back from, well, me and Amanda from the Willis house because we went with Scar Encounters. They invited us along. Amanda Lewis is awesome. I know. It's gotten her. <laughs> they are, their whole team is. Um, we met the two new members and then Carrie, their, their medium, and they were just, they're just great to work with, too, if you guys ever get the opportunity, for sure. We're all, we're gonna, all going to have to hit each other up for next summer and plan something. Us, oh, sure. you guys, and Amanda Lewis's team. And Mr. Yes. Mitten. And Mr. 
Clinton. Everybody has okay. and we can, we can we've got <laughs> connections into getting to Ohio State Reformatory, Westwood Elementary okay. there in Ohio. I mean, and pretty much anywhere. Hinsdale House too. I mean we okay. can get Hinsdale <laughs> But but that would be fun um, we, to all get together and do something uh, like that. Oh definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to see the way the other people investigate and you learn new techniques, you learn, you know, I learn from, from everybody. I learn from yeah. everybody. And like I said, everybody you know, does it wait, different. Yeah. Right. And, and like I say, you know, I get people that are wanting to start out in the field. Like, Daniel, how do we get involved in this? And it's like, do your own thing, man. Do your own thing. Have fun with it. Just know it can get costly and there's haters out there and just don't let them bring you down. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, pretty much. Sticks and yep. stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt. They can't get. They can't tell you you cannot give up a hobby that you love doing. Right. This exactly. is pretty much what we do. We consider it a job, but it's, it's mainly a hobby. Nobody no, can take it, that away from you. It is for the very select few. It's a job. A job you get paid for. It's a hobby. That's why I explain to people. They're like, why would you do that? I'm like, well, why do you go sit on a boat and not catch a fish for five hours and spend thousands of dollars? <laughs> I mean. Beer and have some fun and wait till that sun goes down underneath the trees. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it, but it's no different. I enjoy fishing. Right. But it's just, right. you know, right. I, you're not guaranteed anything. You're out there for the experience and the relaxing of it. And, uh, you know, that's why I stop at cemeteries all the time. I find them beautiful and I find right. them relaxing. Jake. Jamie, Jamie and I try to do the traditional ways and, you know, try to get out there certain Sundays, you know, have a picnic yeah. and visit, you mm-hmm. know, do what we did back in the day. Yeah. We did the cemeteries when we came back from Seven Gables Road. Okay. Here's what Google, my Google was weird that day. And it's it's very cool, but it was eerie now that you think about it. Yeah. So we were down, oh we're down in Dansville. It's a full, uh-huh. four, over a four hour drive from us. Right. Google it on the way back. Freaking and it took nutty. the back roads, like no freeways, nothing, right. the whole trip. And just, it just took us down these these back roads, all these little farmland. It'd be open. The next thing you know, a freaking cemetery would be like, boom. A big right there, it's like, cemetery. what the heck? Where did it come from? It's like, it's <laughs> there. Our four hour drive took us about seven to get home. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Oh, and yeah. Like, like this the whole way. I was she's gonna hit something i was like whoa yes that was um amanda and i when we went to um amanda from my group not um right right scar but when we were driving over there on saturday we stopped at many 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 cemeteries Everybody's like, why are you leaving so early? We got stops to make, people. If I'm out on the road doing an investigation or going somewhere to do with the paranormal, you better believe that I'm stopping at these cemeteries. We actually ended up at the Soup Cemetery, which was – We were wanting to go there. Phenomenal. We didn't even realize where we were until afterwards. And we actually – another group was there, and they were coming back. They were staking out and getting their baseline pictures and everything during the day. And they had seen our shirts, and we seen theirs. Well, they came up and approached us or whatever, and we got talking to them or whatever. And they're like, yeah, we're investigating here tonight. You know, you guys can come back and, you know, help us out or whatever. And we're like, damn it. (laughs) 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 We got a different investigation, but we for sure want to go back there. Like I said, we stumbled upon it. It wasn't. That was on my list of to-dos this year for the witch projects. 
It is so cool. I posted some pictures on our Facebook page of, of that cemetery. Yeah, we we're, were gonna we were gonna we were gonna go there, and it was like one of those things where we happened to find out that, that we're gonna be part of the Truth of Legends production in like spring. It was like we, we had it planned over the winter because we tried to plan our schedule over the yeah. winter. Yeah. Oh, over for sure. As, we wanted to do a witch hunt. We wanted to do it like themes like one year witch hunting, next year abandoned houses, murders, you know, yeah. do the, the egg investigation, do the JJ, uh, um, HH Holmes, not JJ, HH Holmes, <laughs> JJ, JJ Holmes, Lizzie Borden, you know, and all them. We're going to want to do that, but it was like one of those things where, you know, yeah. this happens for the moment and we had no idea about it. So, well, yeah, it's awesome though. That's awesome. Yeah. It's very- we're super excited about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Nervous, it's a, excited. It's a, it's well, a big yeah. opportunity. I mean, we've been working our asses off, and nobody really realizes. You know, I mean, we, I mean, we, we, we got a deadline date um till October to send out our evidence, and it's like, you know. It's, it's, you think oh, it's really so you like, taking pictures and evidence, and you're like, oh, this is, you know, we do this all the time. And it's like, we got to go back. But when you, Yeah, but when you're doing That's that That's not team, the hard part. The, the hard to, part is going through it all. Yeah, and then you have to find 30 good minutes of coverage from that investigation where your right. audio's good, your lighting's good, your <laughs> evidence is pretty good, and then right. you're like... And we're this new team that's caught, caught in the middle, and it's like, you know, we don't have the right type of equipment. We've been purchase, purchasing it slowly but surely as our oh, filming yeah. process is going on. But you see, it's coming out of our own pockets. And you see all the others, you know, that's got, you know, their Sony Nikon and Nikon J54 <laughs> 7000 uh, infrared night vision, heat vision cameras and stuff. You know, it's like, like you know, we don't have the thousands of dollars to put can into I, that. Can I tell you what I did? <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay, so I have one IR camera. I got it on Amazon. Well, I left it up at my mom's cabin. They got a cabin up in Mesick over by a Cadillac. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yes, exactly. So here I am turning my house upside down for like two weeks looking for this camera because I wanted to take it (laughs) uh, to the Willis house. I'm like, I can't just show up there without my IR camera. Like, come on now. Like that's my baby. Like like that's I saved for that camera. That's that's my baby. So I get online and I find this video recorder for thirty dollars. Okay. So I go look at it. I'm like, this is old school. It is. It's one of those old school. It's got the little VHSs tapes. Yeah. But it was oh, new yeah. enough. But it was new enough to have um, uh, the memory card uh, slot too. But I shit you not, the best IR I have ever seen with no attachments. My $30 old school camera, and I could drop that so thing off. That's what I got. That, that works great. And mm-hmm. what I do with that, I'll set that little bad boy right across the room from me while I'm doing it. And this is what I do. I don't like using that in our filming, oh, but right. we're able to do it. But I, might, I just may put a little bit of film that's involved with that into the right. show because we got permission to do it, but to a certain extent, you know right. what I mean? Okay. For that, what we can use one. But what I'm going to, what I, what I use it for is mainly for 
you know, educational purposes for myself. Oh, for sure. My education on EVPs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I placed that camera right across the room from me, and I sat at my chair um, against the wall. I never sat in the middle of a doorway. That's no. too scary. I won't do that. <laughs> but anyway, I'll sit, the, I'll sit in the other corner across from me, and I'll just do my EVP session and have that camera rolling. Maybe oh, put yeah. something in the middle, like a static pod or something, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, and just do my thing, and I watch that, and you know, and tell I learn. Well, yeah. So you don't need – a lot of people think you need to go out and spend all that money, and, and you really yeah. don't. Is it uh, cool to? Yeah, I, if you got yeah. the money to do it. But My training my training started out with a compass and a stud finder. And I will tell anybody this is starting out. Your best bets, if you're going to invest any kind of money into any equipment, your camera and your lighting. Yeah. Lighting is about the only thing that makes a world of difference. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I and recommend you know, lighting from Ghost Stop and Dead Light, but you know, if you're on a budget, Ghost Stop. Ghost Stop. They make yeah. a good full spectrum lighting. We we yeah uh, we got a we got a red light and we got a dually IR full spectrum lighting from Ghost Stop and it works great. Right, but we right. also got a uh, dead light from Josh Bender and it's uh Necro, 40 watt uh 15 watt um white light white light IR. Necro okay. light, really awesome. Nice. And nice. It works really great. And I, on my rig, I got mounted on there two other UV lights to mm-hmm. go with our stack. The rest of the stuff is just fun. The, the rem yeah, yeah. and all that's just fun. But the oh, lighting oh. and the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. You know, like I a, love when it comes to be a, it, it comes later on in your, in yeah. your, your journey. I love how you said compass. People look at me like I'm crazy, and we, at our first event that we hosted, I did a giveaway, and I put a mel meter in there, um, a flashlight with our stuff on it, uh, a t-shirt, but I threw in a compass, and why'd you do that? It's pretty, yeah, pretty funny how people would say that. Why the hell are you throwing a compass in there? It's the best damn tool you can use in the field. It is, and if you break it, if you lose it, you're not going, oh my god. No. Yeah, so I have a, a situation one time at my cousin's farm when I was investigating my cousin's farm because his property is dated 1800s old okay. and it's under my family. And uh, his property, you know, it, it, we were out in the cornfield out there where, where there's a lot of activity at. And my compass was going bonkers, okay? And I'd walk a different location and it would stop. And it was like, and when it would go circle, circling like that, I'd keep going to it. It was like, it was a spirit leading me somewhere, but it was yeah. leading me to the woods. And, you know, in the woods there, yeah, I don't think was pretty safe because right. it's been said that there's been like um, occults and satanic worshiping going on like may, uh, a mile down the road or something like that, not on the property. Okay. But right. like I say, I don't think there's something really um, um, good in those, in, in the outer perimeter of this property. Okay. Because his property got pine trees around it, but it just gets dark. Like it just gets dark. It's yeah, it's weird kind of dark. We go out there to continue our education. Things we don't need to close this case. It's like improves every time on us. Yeah. I actually caught my first herb and full-bodied apparition out there. I don't show it to very. I don't show my evidence to very many people due to respect. People have their beliefs on that. 
So, yeah. I mean, if you want to see that stuff, I tend to do it privately or show face to face pretty much yeah. due to respect. And like I said, you know, people have the beliefs on orbs, but, you know, after this photograph, I talk, you know, I believe in orbs faithfully. It's, you know, all due to your personal I believe experience. in orbs. I'm an orb person. And I, I know when I'm filming the difference between dark and and don't don't let her disguise affect you any because she is the, the biggest skeptic <laughs> on the face of this earth and she's a clear <laughs> that's I funny am, I am, i'm a skeptic only because i want to be sure yeah i do yeah. i want to be a skeptic sure believer i'm yes. i'm the same way i'm a skeptic believer my co-host on the podcast she, yeah she's my she's my stepmom she's a medium she does that's one thing she does for a living uh and she's very much a believer and and that's actually how we got started with the podcast because i'd go over there and we'd talk i'd ask her questions and i was like everybody needs a mary i was like let's start a podcast you know i had something (laughs) you know that i could ask questions to and she didn't look at me like i was stupid because i didn't know and vice versa i I respect her beliefs and she respects mine and it's a a journey we're on this venture together yeah, and I'm not I'm not a skeptic like oh I don't think they exist. No, that's not right. it. It's not proof. See something, I see something. It upsets me when she does that. But when I see something or when something happens, I debunk it from every single angle that you could ever debunk it from. Like well, yeah. I'm, I'm super I'm super anal about it, and it gets Daniel because he's like <laughs> you know don't call it. Don't say I don't you don't trust me. I'm like I trust you. I just I want to. Well, know you're that trying to rationalize it yeah right yeah yeah it's, it's understandable there's ways to get around it uh it, it does it tensions do rise i mean oh there's yeah. one client case that we had you know i mean we, we i mean our team we're we're pretty much a family and it's mm-hmm. pretty hard to break our family bond with each other but we were at a client residential case in kingsley and you know this is one of the biggest i opening moments in my career we're doing a client residential case because it's on a property dated 1800s itself it's an old farmhouse right and there was a lot of activity that night going on there and and it's on our youtube channel as well as on our facebook page okay yep, some of that investment on there but i'm i'm telling you um whatever whatever negative energy that was there that night try to to break, break our team up because Jamie and I were bumping and, heads like crazy. And that's why the clients got a hold of us. I was bumping heads with our lead investigator at the time, Cody. And it was like him and I was telling him, I, I mean, we're getting hostile with each other. And it was like one of those things where, you know, we had to uh, go for a break outside. And, and that's Aww. when we all group. You know, that's where you got to get the group together. And um, Jamie and I being team leaders, like, you know, when we were bumping heads in there, it was like, you mm-hmm. know, eventually. You, you gotta, I mean, things like that can happen. Yes, you got, you got to step out and, and ground yourself. That's what we did. And um, the thing that about that was, you know, we told the client that next day. I, I blurred oh. it. Jamie didn't want me to say wait, nothing. Wait, 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 stop before you get to that part. The clients <laughs> called us there because this isn't. This is the important factor there. The clients called us there because the father and the children were experiencing a lot of negative things happening okay the the 16 waking up in the middle of the night with nosebleeds and seeing things hovering above his bed and feeling like he was being pinned and the dad was seeing shadow figures the dog didn't want to go upstairs the dog 
daughter was experiencing negativity oh, in the, her life. The daughter was horrible. Oh, she was a horrible. She was she was crying and and upset, and she was she just, looked pale. She, she pale. She would just re- lash out at people for no reason. Um, and so the mother, which wasn't the children's mother, it was their stepmother, their real okay. mother had died, did not believe. Okay. But she her family and allowed her family to get a hold of us. Right. Okay. So we came there and uh, like Daniel was saying, it's a 125 year old farmhouse during our walkthrough. And the client was so open with this. They let us air everything. Uh, oh, it was wow. so during our walkthrough with them, a door slammed. <laughs> and the mother just wow. kind of looked and this is what happens. The mother mm-hmm. looked at us and okay, well that's kind of hard for me to be a skeptic about. And and by the you know, by the end of our investigation and you know our follow up with them, the mother actually does believe. It was like one of those things where we went back there and told them that, you know, whatever was in this house, it tried splitting us up because we're bumping heads with each other last night and we're gonna let you know that. I mean I mean, you might. I just. I mean, it was like one of those things. Jamie didn't want me to say nothing to the client because she didn't think it was right, but I thought it was because I want to tell the client everything about that investigation. Well, right, you thought it was relevant to the case. A hundred percent. I I thrive on a hundred percent accuracy. Exactly. As as close, but you know, when it comes to honesty, I got to be a hundred percent on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and sure. not a lot of people realize that with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was born and raised on being the most honest person in my life and being as loyal as possible. And I told the client, I was like, it tried to break us up. And she says, well, I'm glad you said that because I wouldn't have believed you guys. I said, you guys are full of shit if you didn't say otherwise. And that is soon, like I said, after that, you know, they walked, they gave us big hugs, said, thank you for providing peace in our home because they did. You know, when you get that stuff, you know, you know, we've had. It makes it worth it. They're our biggest fans now. All of them are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The son, they're, they're they're huge fans of us. So, and we changed their life, and they know we changed their life. And that was, you know, that was an awesome feeling to have. Knowing right. That we, well, sure. This is what we do, and we help people, and they're still grateful to this day. They still like and share and follow us and support us and back us. And <laughs> sure, sure, that's that's a good story. That uh. Not story, experience. I'm sorry. Right. Well, well, yeah, well, pretty much, pretty much both in a way, because I mean, it, it, it's in it's, it's in the past, so pretty much it right. would be a so that would way, but, be super yeah, scary it was for a, great, a family. It was an eye-opening experience in a client case, and you know, like I said, you know, it was one. It's one of those things I do think back sometimes, and you know, you ain't a man if you don't do so. But I do ball my eyes sometimes thinking about it because it's one of those things that. Has been a really big eye opener for me, my career. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you know, it, you you. I mean, it's not it, it's it's not uh is it PTSD that you get in the fire department? Yes. Get it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It it pretty much like that. You know, in a way. But, yeah. You know, it's, but I mean, we've we've had haunted dog cases. So I mean, you know, we've had we've had things that when you think a haunted doll would be negative and it wasn't. Right. No. And and people throw 
throwing out that okay, so I believe in orbs, but demons, demons, I have yet to even think about believing in. And his, <laughs> my thought on that, Mr. Zach Baggins, because everything is a demon with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that uh, no. is why we are here. <laughs> <laughs> it. I think if they are, if they do show themselves, it's very rare that they do. I believe that there are demons or very bad entities, maybe not even demons, but I I think it's rare for them to show them themselves to where we could be like, oh, wow, that really is a demon. Holy shit. You know, in the the Vatican basement. That's what they say, isn't it? Isn't that what the, the news says? <laughs> oh, my God. No. Isn't that what the news says? So, Zach Bagans to the point where yeah. I think he's funny. I think the whole show was funny, great. You know, they have some good experiences. They do. And but, he's a very handsome guy. He's, yeah. he's very Hollywood. <laughs> though he's very hollywood now and we actually a funny joke you guys might not find it funny but i know amanda listens and she's gonna laugh because this is kind of her story when we were at the willis house investigations somebody we were kind of in and out of their conversation because we get funny and crazy when we're together especially in the middle of the night and somebody says something about a demon and she peeps up and she says zach Baggins says what and they're looking at her like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. I laugh so hard. She's like, you're the only one that gets my humor. So now when anybody pisses us, pisses us off, we're like, Zach, back and say what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inside we joke. We up in our group of Zach and Aaron all the time. So we oh, it's time. pretty much Zach and I on our team. You know, Zach, Zach is Zach, but I'm I'm pretty much Aaron. I, I, and, and like I say again, you know, when one woman needs to go to the damn bathroom, they all got to go. And we have us guys, and it's only me and Zach now. Yeah. <laughs> it, when one woman needs to go to the bathroom, they all go, and it's just Zach and I. We always get locked in hot zones for some reason. It's pretty like. <laughs> But yes, so so I don't believe in demons. I do believe that the negative energies exist because if you think yeah. about it rationally, if somebody was a serial killer, mm-hmm. when they die, do you mm-hmm. think their personality is going to change? No. Aren't they going to still be an evil and and vindictive and, and anything? And you're going to oh, they're, it's a demon. They're going to be dark. If they, if they, they're just dark. If they committed suicide, they would go through a depression. Yeah. State. You know how treated you know before they did what they did to them you know there's going to be a lot of negativity because yeah. let me just share this let me share this with you and i've only shared this story with a couple people it's a very scary story very scary i, I lived in a small town called tower michigan and uh we moved into this house and this house was my kids were you know in their teens this house was gorgeous it as had, a strange miscalous through i had four bedrooms <laughs> i had a a mother-in-law house out to the back. It had a paved driveway. It had two pole barns. Six hundred a month. Okay, the town, nice. of course. You know, the town's not that great. You got to drive to go to do things, whatever. Right. So we we moved in there, and my kids are all open to this because it's been in their lives forever. My right. boyfriend at the time, 
was not at all. Like, don't talk about it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Nothing. So we right. moved into this house, and the landlord's telling us, oh, the wiring's all been replaced. The hot water heater's been replaced. This and that. It's all brand new. Okay. Well, the first week we lived there, all the electricity in the living room started going out. We started having to run boards into the living room to make our oh, stuff wow. go. So we told the landlord about, about it, and he came over, and he can't figure out what's going on. So he's going to hire an electrician. The second week, the water heater goes out for no known reason. The landlord's like, it's it's only a few months old. They don't understand what's going on. Right. The third week, the stove goes out. And my boyfriend at the time was an electrician, plumber, heater, you know, like a HVAC kind of guy. Yeah. He went, turned the electricity off at the, at the pole, turned the electricity off in the house, and was going to replace the stove the proper okay. way. I'm he, trying to get my camera angle right. He unplugged it, plugged it back in, and got a 220 shot. Yeah. So then he was like, okay, that was kind of freaky. I'm kind of right. freaking out right now. So then him and his friends, were in the, him and his two friends were in the basement. None of them believe in anything. They don't want right. to listen to me or hear me. Um, right. They're standing there one night in the basement, and the basement looks, the, the corner of the basement looks like a scene out of Saw. Oh my it God. is that it's that bad down there. Um, the one light never goes off. We couldn't find a switch for it in the back corner. Didn't okay. know why it stayed on, but it always stayed on. And, and they're down there, and we have some shelves that were above the washer and dryer, and we're keeping our stuff up there. Right. The VCR started flying off the shelf at him. Him and his friends came out of that basement so quick, like, what the just yeah. happened to me we don't even like they're pale they're sweating they're freaking out and uh i started getting really sick for no reason i started getting uh, fevers and stomach aches and cramps yeah. and i i got to i got to the point after about a week so i couldn't even get out of bed he had to help me out of bed and get me out of the house every day so i told my oh. friends because i had a group of friends that i could go to i said we need to clean this house we need to cleanse this house there's something there that's masking itself from me not letting me see it because i can see and talk to spirits and it's not letting me my children right. are experiencing uh, things in their room things moving loud knocks bangs stuff you know all yeah. over the house we gotta we gotta do something well cleansing it didn't work putting a bubble up around it didn't work put the white shields around it that didn't work um, so finally, I said, fuck this. We're, we're moving. I don't care where we go. We're getting them. And my kid, my youngest at the time was nine. And I've never seen, you know, they were like nine, 14, 15, 16. Never seen these children move so fast in your life as to pack this moving van and get us the hell out of there. Her son is a biggest skeptic I know. And when he tells me that he's seen his mom floating on the bed about how Three feet. three feet off the bed um i believe it because he's the biggest skeptic when i talk about it so so yeah wow he, he witnessed this twice and it would literally feel like you know how when you fall asleep sometime and you feel like you're floating or flying yeah. and stuff that's what this felt like but i couldn't mm -hmm. control it i i would i could see i could hear but i couldn't talk or move and right. 
I, I felt like I was looking down upon myself. Actually, right. it's like one of those where Jimmy explained the explained the story to me, but it was it like we were talking about you know certain things that Zach Bagans does when it comes to demonic activity and all that stuff. But but Kenny brought it right up. Yeah, it was like out of the blue, and I never thought you know he would bring it up, but Kenny brought it up. You so, know, said said you know. He said, he said, you tell me that don't you think it'd be scary to see your mother floating three feet above on the bed, just watching her floating? I mean, what would you do if you walked in the bedroom not realizing that you're going to, yeah, I mean, not realizing that's all what you're going to see? So, yeah. So, we got the hell out of Dodge. We were, yeah. we were tearing. We were, everybody was in a fight. We were all each other's throat. We were yelling, we were screaming, we were hollering, calling each other names. It was a horrible, 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 horrible day. Just just horrible. And uh um so while we were trying to we had an R V in the in the driveway. That was our you know, our R V. We were packing that up and trying to get it out of there. It had a brand new battery in it and it was dead. Oh no. Um, my boyfriend's my boyfriend's friend Jamie his car died in the 25 minutes he was there. And uh, so we get two loads. We get a load packed. I have to sit in the truck down the driveway out of the drive because I cannot be anywhere near this house. It's making me physically ill right. to be near this house. And uh, we come back for the last load, and Ed and Jamie go up to the house, my boyfriend, who is not a believer to get the rest of the stuff from the kitchen. The kitchen was the only part that wasn't packed. Every pot and pan in my house was stacked in the middle of the kitchen floor to the ceiling. Oh, my God. Ed said, F this. Uh-huh. You can keep these pans. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, uh, for yours. <laughs> so, so that night we went to um, his friend Jamie's grandma's house because she was out of town for a couple weeks and she said we could stay there for a couple nights until we figured out what we were going to do. And uh, I was, I, I, I guess, according to everybody around and there was skeptics around, I just laid on the bed and Ed thought at one point that I was dead. He said my breathing was shallow. I was pale, sweating. And he said he didn't know what to do. He just started praying to God and praying oh and praying. Gosh. And then everybody in the house started praying with him. And he said he just cried and prayed and cried and prayed. And he said that I was literally coming off of the bed and down. Not very far, but enough where you can physically see me coming off of the bed and down. And right. he said he just kept praying. And he said finally about, I don't know, it was about one. One o'clock in the morning or so, I opened my eyes and I started crying. And he said he just grabbed a hold of me and hugged me. And, and I don't remember this time frame. I'm not saying it was demonic, but I'm saying something was really evil, really bad, really negative in that house. And some of these experiences that, you know, Zach Bagans and everyone else tells about demons, it's not, you know, if, if, if that was ever a demon in that house, if it was ever, you know, anything that possessed me, these stories are not right because you can be possessed and never know it. Right. 
tell to that point where you're that sick. Right. And it's, it's scary. And I told Daniel, I said, someday, someday I want to face that house. Yeah. This whole town, when you drive into this town, the town has nothing but a black cloud over the top of it. And it's not a very big town. So Ryan, Bill, Bill, if you hear this from Paranormal State, we need you. <laughs> he's my, he's my all-time favorite. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> he's actually a guy we've talked to. Him. I've talked to him a couple times. Oh, okay. So, guys, I don't want to cut this short, but I do because 4 a.m. comes early. <laughs> But I will for sure have you guys on again. I, I really, really enjoyed this. Yeah, we did too. This it, is a, this it was fun. I just, It just sucks. I wanted to do it Sunday, but I was just completely worn out. It's much better when it's a day that nobody's got to work. Right. Because uh-huh. then we could just sit and have <laughs> and just have a good time. She's so funny. Right. <laughs> so, thank you guys for being my co-host today. Appreciate it. Um, we do we have an event. Yes. Um, we do have an event coming up on uh, November second. It's at the Eagles in Woodland, Michigan. Cool. So, you guys are more than welcome out. I went, blah, blah, blah. Oh my god. <laughs> I have. We haven't posted anything on Facebook yet. Like I said, I'm like a week to two weeks behind in everything that I need to do. So that will be coming out because we are. (laughs) All right. Well, we are investigating that location a couple weeks prior. Um, The members of that, um, the Eagles want to know what we find. So we're going to do a dinner and then do a a reveal of what we've found. Um, since it is right after Halloween, we're going to have um, a costume contest and raffles and all that fun jazz, too. So so keep an eye out for that. Um, okay, don't forget to email us at paranormalxl at writeme.com. And remember, don't yuck someone else's yum ever. Um, anything else you guys want to say before we sign off? You guys are laughing at me. <laughs> That's my sign off. That is so <laughs> Have a lot of fun when we get our investigation. (laughs) 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 Stay tuned this month, guys, for our uh, our big location reveal. It's huge. Yeah, we we don't want to reveal location until we got a date set up. It is. I want to. I want to say it is confirmed, or we're like ninety nine percent. We're just waiting on a date, right? We're just waiting on a date and a response back. But um, like as I say again, there's only been one other team that investigated the location. They were just recently aired on Travel Channel here not too long ago. Okay. Um, and as I say again, you know, we'll reveal that when we um, do that. And uh, um, where you would look for that would be on our Pair Connections group page as well as Chair Capital Shadow Seekers Facebook page. So awesome. I'm just saying. Saturday, uh, we're going to be at Mini uh, Mini Paracon in uh, Alpena. Awesome. I will link all that in the show notes and on our Facebook page for the listeners that are interested. Awesome. We will talk to you guys next time.